I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Tootle. Ever since I was a child, I've been a big fan of turtles. Perhaps it is because of Squirtle and family in Pokemon Blue. Perhaps it was the turtles of the Teenage Mutant Ninja variety. Maybe it was Gamera. Or perhaps it was even just the fascination of seeing real-life Terrapins in Falmouth Park. Either way, turtles are a cool animal, and definitely not one that's been underrepresented in Pokemon. What we hadn't seen were snapping turtles, the infamous danger of jumping into an unknown lake or river and getting a sharp nip on the bottom. It's strange, really. Snapping turtles make the most sense to turn into battling monsters, as they already have a signature attack. Dreadnought was first revealed during the Pokemon segment of the Nintendo Direct at E3 2019. I immediately fell in love with the design. To me, this was a quintessentially Pokemon adaptation of an existing monster. Dreadnought looks just the right balance of tough but fun, interesting but believable, and it gave me a good feeling about the 8th gen. Then I saw Tootle. Tootle is cute, I suppose, but in a very goofy way. It has a preposterously oversized head and a teeny tiny body, it snaps with its big Pac-Man mouth, and it's just very hard to take seriously. It's amusing for a moment, but had I not known in advance that it would become Dreadnought, I don't think I'd have kept it on my team. Dreadnought's poke Tootle's Pokedex entries just read like facts about real snapping turtles. Pokemon Sword says, Apparently, the itch of its teething impels it to snap its jaws at anything in front of it. While Pokemon Shield says, It starts off battles by attacking with its rock-hard horn. But as soon as the opponent flinches, this Pokemon bites down and never lets go. At level 22, though, my investment in Tutul paid off, and it finally evolved into Dreadnought. Dreadnought, a lumbering, water and rock type battleship of a monster, quite simply just looks the part. You look at it and you can imagine the Pokemon trainer with this beast on their team, rumbling up to the tournament of tournaments and walking away as champion. The Pokedex entries are similar to Tootles, only exaggerated to slightly more fantastical proportions. Sword says, With jaws that can shear through steel rods, this highly aggressive Pokemon chomps down on its unfortunate prey. While Shield says, This Pokemon rapidly extends its retractable neck to sink its sharp fangs into distant enemies and take them down. In my playthrough of Pokemon Sword, I had Dreadnought on my team right up until my battle with Leon. I usually pick a Water-type starter, and although I went for the Soccer Bunny this time and allowed my girlfriend to have Sobble, with Dreadnought on my team, it felt just like having Blastoise along for the ride. I wasn't the only person rocking a Dreadnought at the Galar League. Fan favourite Water-type gym leader Nessa has a Dreadnought as her signature monster, and as her gym was the demo playable at E3 and conventions, 
It was many players' first experience with a Dynamax monster. In the final battle with her, she introduces us to Gigantamax Dreadnought. The Pokemon Sword Pokedex just says, It responded to Gigantamax energy by becoming bipedal. First it comes crashing down on foes, and then it finishes them off with its massive jaws. Because it stands on two legs and looks so different, like a space marine or a knight in heavy armor, this Gigantamax form actually feels like it should be a full evolution, and it's a little disappointing. Weirdly, despite the scary look and the aggressive nature of Dreadnought, the Pokedex actually tells a pretty heroic legend. According to Pokemon Shield, In the Galar region, there's a tale about this Pokemon chewing up a mountain and using the rubble to stop a flood. Gigantamax Dreadnought is actually a pretty cool Pokemon in the competitive scene. Its special move not only damages, but also leaves rocks around the arena. As anyone who's ever tried to play Pokemon Online knows, moves like Stealth Rock and Spikes are quintessential parts of the tactic these days, with the amount of swapping and changing of Pokemon that goes on. So being able to drop them whilst also doing a super effective attack, that's pretty tasty. I've always liked turtles, and that's not going to change anytime soon. If Ursaring makes it into the next expansion, then along with Cubfu, I could finally fulfill my dream of an all-bear Pokemon team. But I'm also pretty close to an all-turtle Pokemon team as well, and that's no bad thing. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you enjoyed this podcast, and you want to help me be able to keep hosting them online, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com slash lukelovespkmn. Just a dollar a month is a big help, and in return, you can listen to episodes a week early. You can also help me out by spreading the word among fellow Pokemon fans, or by getting in contact and having your stay about upcoming monsters. The next two episodes will involve Yampa and Roly Coley. I'd love to hear from you about those or any monster, so please get in touch on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. I love Tootle, and remember, I love you too.